Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Well, now let's change sports for the moment. And it's always great to catch up with um, our supercar drivers. Gee, they present their sport well. I mean, if on a totally separate issue, if I was to, if you ask me, who are the best sportsmen that represent their sport, the best people to speak to, uh, supercar drivers win, clearly, yeah. for mine. And I'm looking at Telegraph, page 54 today, the launch of the uh, supercar season, which will start March 10 in Newcastle. Hello to all our Newcastle listeners. And there is Will Davison, uh, front and centre in the photo. They've gone for the good-looking blokes, Will, um, to, to launch the year. And, and you're one of the four in the photo. Will, that must make you feel very proud. Jeez, <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll take the compliment, but I don't know about that. But uh, yes, that takes the kind words. It's um, yeah, certainly an exciting time of the year. It's uh, all that to kick off. Can't wait. Now, now, look. Can you understand that there are the faithful out there that are still struggling to get their head around Ford Mustang v uh, Chev Camaro? Can you appreciate that? Some of us may take a little time. <laughs> well, I, <laughs> I think. Um, you know, I think it's still, yeah, it's still pretty raw, isn't it? Just the, the, the fact of, you know, local manufacturing with Falcon and Commodore doesn't exist anymore. The, so the reality of the reality of the situation is it's just, it's bloody fantastic that the sport's going to new heights still. Um, there's definitely still a Ford V, let's call it GM rivalry. Um, you know, and we know Chev is still, uh, you know, Holden was, you know, the, the, you know, uh, very much part of the GM family. So um, that rivalry, it's natural that all the Holden fans have, you know, migrated across to uh, what is a hero car um, in a Camaro. And uh, certainly the Mustang is a hero car from the Blue Oval. So it all goes full circle, doesn't it? I mean, obviously the last um, 20 odd years has been Commodore and Falcon. But you think back to the heyday, there was... You know, Dick Johnson was in the Mustang. Um, he was in Sierras. We had Peter Brock in. BMWs at one stage. Didn't we have so, Nissans um, too? Gone Wasn't there Nis- yeah, Nissans? Nissans Skylines, Monaros. The yep. sport's had everything, and it's yep. sort of gone full circle. And here we are with this legendary now um, Camaro versus Mustang chapter. So I think it's pretty pretty exciting chapter ahead. So, Will, the Gen 3, uh, is Gen 3 just – and they're talking about the, the massive change. Is it just the fact that we have – uh, Camaro and Mustang now, or is there something different about these cars, how they're built, um, the engine in them, the rules? What what else has changed? Yeah, it's it's a massive change. It's definitely the biggest change in the last 25 years in the sport. We've sort of been running to a very sh- sort of strict type regulation where the cars over the years have been getting fine-tuned, but running to a certain set of rules where the teams have quite a bit of freedom to design and manufacture and manipulate things to their liking um you know the the engine we've been running for 20 odd years has been based on a sort of five liter push rod v8 engine quite similar from a chev and a ford point of view but now 100 percent of last year's ford mustang hasn't carried over to this year um you know the cars look fantastic so visually they look much more like the road car 
Um, but every single component in the car is controlled now across the board. So um, nothing that we've designed is on the car. It's all gone out and been sort of designed by, you know, suppliers outside our own race teams. And uh, it's very, very even from the, you know, every team on the grid has um, the same componentry to play with. The engine from a Ford point of view, we've got 5.4 litre Coyote V8 engine. Um, so from a production-based engine. So there's so many things we've got to get used to and relearn. Still very much the DNA of a supercar um, to drive, but uh, all all completely new for us. So it's um, going to be certainly exciting. 5.4 litre wouldn't be good on petrol, would it? And Bowser's is pretty expensive these days too. <laughs> Well, this is a little bit out of left field, Will, for you, but it's tying into the the discussion we're having around cricket and what we've learned in the last 24 hours, that it's an individual sport, even though there's coaches and what have you. Talk us through race plans, Will. Is it all your own doing? Do you, how big's the consultation team? Like, let's say first round is in Newcastle. You're returning to the Newcastle track, haven't raced there for a few years. Is it just your thoughts or do you actually take input from elsewhere on a race plan? Oh yeah, we. I mean, race teams are amazing. Like, um, we love the, you know having the opportunity at events where we have our sponsors there or fans sort of having a bit of a look at the inner sanctum of the way the teams work now. And um, I suppose I, I won't say I take it for granted, but um, there's a lot more to it. Um, you know, the, the the background of the way our teams are structured is, um, you know, is is pretty impressive. Um, it's a huge team sport, and uh, you know we have you know, close to 40 people full-time back at our factory and, um, you know, the structure from the top to all the way through is, is incredibly professional. You know, each car has its own set of mechanics. Um, we have a couple of engineers per per car. You know, we have people responsible for, you know, doing all elements of the race team, the sub-assembly, you know, repairing the cars, um, fabrication, the paint, um, the management, commercial, um, and we all have to talk, you know, in huge depth during the week. We prepare for races um, with a lot of detail. And when we go to a new circuit, um, and then obviously across the weekend, you know, the way we have to communicate, they take my feedback, you know, obviously incredibly importantly, but um, it's a huge team sport. My engineer and I have to work together. He's nearly like my engineer slash psychologist. You know, it's a hugely emotive sport. So, it's really about the way we communicate to make the right decisions at the right moment, whether that be on the, the setup of the car, the engineers sort of getting that information to the mechanics to make sure they do their job, um, whether it be the strategy in the race when I'm in the car talking. There's, yeah, there's lots going on, and it's you know so many elements need to come together to have the car perfect, um, you know, and all elements firing on all cylinders to win. So. Um, yeah, there's certainly a, a massive team element. It's where we throw the champers, but uh, we can't certainly can't do it without our team. Well, the first events, uh, March 10, 12, you're up in Newcastle. It's it's not a new track, but you haven't been there for a few years. Uh, so you and it's through the streets, isn't it? Will do you like that sort of racing through the through the streets? It's it's pretty cool. It's um, they're, they're a completely different element. Um, you know, we have quite a few street tracks tracks now on the calendar but they're all unique in their own their own right and Newcastle in particular is one of the most sort of let's say hardcore street tracks uh, where there's just no room for error Um, you know very undulating very narrow um, all those sort of road course elements where we have you know off camber on camber um, you know a lot of bumps 
manhole covers, you know, all temporary curbing and, and things like that, which really give it a, a sort of unique sort of element. So to go to one of those tracks as the first event uh, with a brand new car, um, a brand new rule book and set of regulations, uh, you know, is, is a baptism of fire. Uh, we haven't been there since 2019. So it's, yeah, really exciting that it's back on the calendar because it was a, a really great new addition to the fixture only back in 2017. So, um, yeah, we're all pumped to get back there. Um, but, yeah, we're all excited. But I, I would say everyone's holding their breath a bit for being the first race there, you know, putting the car through races over two really long, grueling races. Uh, mechanically, you know, there's a lot of firsts. Obviously, the drivers are still adapting to the cars. Even strategically, you know, uh, with tyre changes, you know, the, the fuel element, the way we fill the cars up, is, everything's new on the car. So uh, we're going to be testing everything for the yeah. first time around there. So it's certainly going to be a crazy, crazy first event. Well, we're certainly excited here at SEN. Uh, we have become the official AM radio partner of the Repco Supercars Championship and Supercars promoted events. So it's got everyone, you know, up and about here at SEN. And well, one last question, Brandy and I, when, when we said, uh, you say Camaro, I say Camaro, but it reminded both of us of our first cars, which was a Holden Camira. Uh, well, <laughs> we're a bit older than you, Will. What was your first car? I'm sure the listeners would love to know the first car you actually owned, Will. What was it? Well, you know, I, I'm, I'm on the Blue Oval, so we're, we're, I'm promoting the, the amazing-looking new uh, M650 Mustang out there. But uh, my first car was a uh, XF white ute. It was about, an, I think, a 1991 model. Is that right? Um, oh, nice. So, yeah, my XF ute was a uh, hand-me-down from my brother. Nice. Um, yeah. But, yeah. It was, uh, yeah, an absolute beauty. I love my ute. had the cassette player. Oh, the cassette. Um, <laughs> yeah. oh, on, the, on the Avgas. Uh, on a hot day when the cassette player got a little bit and the, and the, and the tape would no. start to come out of the machine. They would, would Just love put, those put times. Put the fan up on four with the window down. Yeah. You know, um, memorable car. Love, love my first Great stuff, you. Will. Well, thank you for coming on the program. Early hours this morning. Can't wait for it all to start. The supercars, uh, SEN right on board all day, all night, all weekend. It'll be fantastic. We'll have a great season. Yeah, great to have SEN on board as well. It's going to be a huge year. Thanks, guys. Good, Good on you, Will. Will Davison here on Breakfast with Vossie and Brandy at 23 after 7. We are broadcasting from the studios right here in Sydney of 11.70am. Vossie and Brandy here. Hope you enjoyed this podcast. Don't forget, you can listen live to the show every weekday morning from 6 till 9. Tune in through 11.70am in Sydney or anywhere in the world through the SEN app.